Hey, I'm Julia Furlan, and here are three stories you should know about today. Welcome to August, the Sunday of summer. The story around Facebook and election meddling continues to unfold. In a series of blog posts, Facebook announced that it removed over 30 pages and accounts that were engaged in, quote, coordinated, inauthentic behavior. There's also a possibility of ties to, you guessed it, Russia in all of this. At least 290,000 users were following one or more of the 32 pages that were removed. The pages were also promoting events that were happening. And one of the events that these pages were promoting was a rally in D.C. later this month that 4,700 people were interested in attending. The accounts didn't directly push for any one candidate in the upcoming midterm elections, but they did try to create discord by posting about divisive social issues. Facebook isn't positive who's behind the accounts, but it admits that some of their activity is consistent with what it saw from Russia's Internet Research Agency before and after the 2016 elections. During a conference call with reporters, Facebook COO Sheryl Sandberg said that the company was, quote, still in the very early stages of our investigation and that the company, quote, did not have all the facts. If you know anything about Donald Trump and Russia, you know that the president insists that there was no collusion between his people and Putin's people. He's been adamant about this and tweets about it all the time, just all the time. Just last night, he reiterated the message with one new addition, quote, collusion is not a crime. The full tweet is, quote, collusion is not a crime, but that doesn't matter because there was no collusion except by crooked Hillary and the Democrats. This comes after the president's lawyer, Rudy Giuliani, said basically the same thing on CNN the day before. Four months, they're not going to be colluding about Russians, <laughs> which I'm not even know if that's a crime, colluding about Russians. But let's just go back to the record here, keep things really straight. It is a crime to conspire with a foreign government against the U.S. Just so we're clear, collusion equals conspiring equals crime. Okay, thanks. Remember MoviePass? The awesome new app that let you see unlimited movies for $10 a month? Do you remember wondering how the heck this amazing new thing could be sustainable long term? Well, it didn't know either. Basically, in attempts to ward off financial ruin, MoviePass is not only raising its prices by 50%, which means it'll be $15 a month, but it's also limiting the films that its customers can see. So now if you're planning on watching that new huge summer blockbuster on its opening weekend, you'll have to wait two weeks. These are just the newest changes that MoviePass has introduced to help their budget. Last month, it announced a peak pricing program that's sort of like Uber surge pricing, which basically means if you want to see a popular movie during a peak movie-going time, then you have to pay an extra fee. According to CEO Mitch Lowe, these changes could reduce the cash burn by as much as 60%. Let's hope it works because it's going to need all the help it can get. Last week, the app went entirely dark. But it wasn't just your typical technical difficulties. MoviePass had to take out a $6.2 million loan in order to pay their bills and keep the lights on. Woof. For more on the latest stories, you know what to do. Download the BuzzFeed News app and make sure you listen to our podcast, The News, which is dropping a new episode today, Wednesday. Whoa. This week, we're starting Wednesday episodes, so don't forget to tune in. You'll catch all the latest news. It'll be great. Find The News wherever you listen to podcasts. You'll love it. Happy August. Happy August.